Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage, who was left off the Flex Menstrual Cups episode I was gonna because say, was he doesn't that last have a coochie. Yes. Uh, I was just going to say that. I think you missed. Uh, if you haven't gone back to listen to that episode, I am going to highly encourage you, that you do because I thought it was so informational. I thought it was really, really good. And there are so many women that are tagging me and they're flex spies. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm like super excited about it. Someone posted yesterday in the comment was like, to each his own, but it's a no for me. And I was like, well, girl, you could have kept that. That's to each his own. It's, you're already his own. It's the energy behind things, I think, that makes me irritated with posts. If you like, girl, thank you so much for the information, but it's a no for me, fine. But it was the, it's to each, it felt kind of snippy. And I'd be like, you could have kept that. You know how easy it is to not type? I feel like because the comment section be like, type here, we people be like, yes. Yeah, I, that exactly. How are you feeling today i actually don't care how you're feeling today they asked me that question that's why i made the post <laughs> so i'm just saying that what do i normally say cast your cares on jesus because he cares for you how much not me um okay let me stop crabby out here being mean so uh welcome we are the love hour where we talk about life love and the pursuit of happiness and everything in between and today oh also one last thing that i wanted to say is that um i'm gonna start taking more listener questions scenarios i will i will choose which ones because i want to make sure that if i'm answering your question the teacher in me wants to answer the question correctly I don't want to be reckless. Reckless love. I don't want to be reckless in my answer. White so love if that. you want to send uh, your question, your scenario, your whatever, <clears throat> you can send it over to hello at the love hour. Correct. Hello at the love hour.com. Is it hello at the love hour podcast or hello at the love hour? The love hour.com. It's the love hour, right? Yep. Um, yeah, hello at the love hour.com. Okay, so you can send your questions there. And today we're going to answer one on sex drives. Is you ready? Yeah. I hope so too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I am uh, extremely, I forgot that this shirt has um, like a little peekaboo thing here. Hold on, I'm going to show you because it's a cute shirt. Hold on. It has a little peekaboo. <laughs> Oh, a little back me. Oh, hey, back yeah. me. And so when I uh, just scratched myself, I felt my skin. And I was like, why do I feel cold? But I forgot. So anyways, uh, we're going to get started. We're going to answer this question. Last thing. Can you guys tell I'm stalling a little bit? Does it feel like I'm stalling? Okay, I am a little bit. Uh, I know. You haven't been nervous in a while. I'm like literally sweating. Your back me was a little sweaty. Uh, was it? You're a little sweaty. I am, I'm literally sweating. 
Thank you. I'm a little sweaty. She didn't take her jacket off. I'm not going to take it off. She, she uh, ignored you. I did. <laughs> uh, I am a little nervous because I really do want to answer the question correctly and, like, you know, really provide, like, sound advice or whatever. But before, hold on, Joshua. <laughs> before I do this, Joshua, I'm going to send this to you really quickly. Have you guys seen this picture going around the interwebs of this guy when they got married and he's in a t shirt? Yep. I can put it up here. Yes. Okay. This, he looked. <laughs> He looked like he was. He he looked like he thought they were going to Santa Monica Pier to play games, and the worst part is she has a full dress and train and all that. Everybody, literally, I'm going to. That's what I'm doing for your destination wedding. And this is why I'm going to bring it up right now. (laughs) So everyone knows that in the year 2024, I will be getting. It didn't come through. Oh. Okay. Uh, the in the year twenty twenty four, I plan on redoing my wedding vows. The year twenty twenty four. I'm not uh, the month. Who cares? It would be the year twenty twenty four. Yes. Okay. Kevin will be my plus one. <laughs> and listen, there were people that was like Melissa's acting like it's not Kev's wedding too. It's not. It's not. It's not. I don't. I, I'm so Kevin sorry knows this, guys. If that was unclear for you, I'm just glad to be invited. I, I'm glad I got good seat. I got listen, a great seat. This other girl was like, "I felt like you were focusing too much on the wedding and not on the marriage." And I want listen, you guys. I want to be very clear because I'm going. I'm actually going to like make no apologies for this, so you can actually feel how you feel. I'm I'm definitely going to double. Feels down like on you this. got about ten toes down right no, now. No, no, ten toes. Like you got about ten toes down on it. Ten toes down. What did Toby just turn me up? Turn the mic up. Joshua, zoom in. Okay? This is for real. Zoom in. I was a virgin on my wedding day. If you don't think that is taking the marriage seriously. Yeah. Not quite sure what else. You, I went. We did the marriage counseling. I waited for it to six. I did the things I thought were right. And I didn't have the day that I wanted. Is it superficial? Yes. Should I make you sound me like Jabria? Jabria, are you smart? Yes. yes. <laughs> Should I make? Listen, me is it care? your day? Yes. At the end of the day, I want this day to be about the superficiality of a day, and that's all right. I want my hair to be how I want it. I want my makeup to be how I want it. I want my dress to be how I want it. <laughs> what uh what are they called bridesmaids no ah and that's fine because this is a thing on your wedding day do what you want and on mine i'm gonna do what i want so at me absolutely you can at me correct you can at me. I listen too much of my life. Yes. And this is honestly through the, the process I'm still going through right now. But too much of my life has been people pleasing and being so consumed about what other people would think of me that I haven't done what I wanted to do. We're all in it. Absolutely. And then when people say to you, you know, well, I just felt like you were being superficial. It confirms that feeling. Yes, it's superficial. Yes, I'm doing it anyways. But if it's not your wedding, am I sending you an invoice? Am I sending you the invoice? Or an invite. Hello? I, you, you ain't getting them neither. 
All you get to do is watch. That's it. You can't get in. I really, seriously, honestly, truly, I just want people to know that while there are people who are more concerned with the wedding day and not the marriage, to throw me in that box, you are wrong. Well, first of all, we're already married, though. I mean, and we're already married. <laughs> we are already married. Like a long let me, time. Let me tell you what I'm a taking. A long, periodically time. I love that video. She was so dead serious about it. I want to tell you something, Melissa and people of the world. You have my full support. Thank you. You have my full, the full weight of Kev on stage. The person, the brand, Kevin Fredericks. You have my full uh, bank account. You have access to the wedding. Listen, you wanted. the way that all of my brand deal money. Anytime you see me post a brand deal, just type twenty twenty four. Lisa been Lisa ain't spent nary a cent. I believe that. Literally, yeah. she is like I have a whole entire separate bank watching, account. Watching and low key, I looked at. Her, I said, "Well, hey." <laughs> Why don't you fly me out since you out here big bang bucking out the Billy Bentayga? <laughs> if it's up, then it's up. Lean, fly me out. I ain't know Liz was breaded like that. Listen, do not spend one dime from that brand of money. Literally, no. she is Marshawn Lynch. Yes. I'm not spending a dime out of that money. You know, that's also, that's like really, it's a good thing to remind yourself. Yes. At the end of the day, you can do whatever you want to do Correct. with your life. Correct. It is your life. It Listen. is your money. It is your wedding. It is your husband. I got a revelation. Do what you want to do. Yes. I can't tell you. Who to talk to you, but I can talk to y'all because listen to me. In the year of 2021, I am having main character energy. I love that. Tell me more. It is my life. Therefore... I'm going to do what I want to do as the main character in my life. Stop and being a supporting character in your own life. It's been a supporting character. I've played a supporting role in the movie of my life. Mm. Because I'm concerned about what y'all going to think. And, and I don't mean y'all the, the supporters, but I mean not, people. Yeah, people in the comments. Yeah, I really, not I the mean, Patreon. Not no, the no, stage no. crew who no, no, watching no. that. Yeah, yeah. Stage well, crew. I want to even be clear. I, well, I am talking about commenters generically, but I'm also talking about people in my life, though. Mm -hmm. People that I know are also the equivalent of commenters because they have commentary Ooh. about what you're doing. Ooh. I don't, I'm sick of it. I'm done. I'm a main character energy this year. Listen, you there. I'm glad for you. Although, you know, I'm, I'm being reduced to series regular and uh, <laughs> guest star, guest star. Uh, so I'm glad you are taking up your full space. Yes. I'm glad you are not worried about um, people, you know, mm -hmm. people. People commenting about weddings that they aren't invited to. People. <laughs> no. Johnny Mac, no invite. No info for the DEA. <laughs> but no, I'm glad um, that you're taking up your full space. Um, I'm, I think it's funny that, you know, it's 2021. And you're like, 2024, though. Listen. Do it, Liz. All I want to do is is allow me this. Just tell me. Let me take care of the honeymoon. That's fine. That's fine. We'll be doing what I want to do. That's fine. 
And I got my brand deal money saved. I got a Spectrum commercial I'm shooting tomorrow. You are. And it's 2024. I want to do something that ain't never been done by me. So you have all the wedding when all the festivities are all done. All the festivities are done. Then it's my turn. So you're not, you did want the music. I changed my mind. Okay. I'm okay. just attending. Right. Talk to my boy, Ilbert. Pick out my suit. Ilbert <laughs> uh, is doing the suit. Pick my suit out. Tell me when, send me a, uh, where I got to be and when. And when everybody flies home, then me and you go and do what I want to do. That's cool with me. Yeah, that's cool with me. You can plan the whole thing. That's Listen, that's cool with me because I literally, I just just really, and this is the thing, and this is really a message for those people that are people pleasing. uh, And this is actually going to tie into uh, the, 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 the story of today, the question that we got today, being uh, selfish is so unnatural Yes. And it is such a, th- you struggle with it, even down to, and again, this is, it'll go into this, even the idea of wanting. Kevin and I were just having this conversation the other day. And sometimes I struggle with even saying, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. You always and feel that's like, it. and that's it. You don't got to have no more reason. You don't need to justify it. You can say, it. I don't want to do this. I want to do this. Or I don't want to yes. do this. And that, no is a complete sentence. Yes. I was just doing that with today. Somebody had reached out to me about something and I was thinking about this and that. And all I could, I could all I have to do is be like, nah. I don't want to do it. And I that's okay. That. Let me tell you something else. I also don't want wrinkles in my uh, old age. I don't want acne, adult acne. I don't mm. want skin issues. I don't want any of those things. And so I use agency. So uh, what you're going to do if you sign up or when you sign up for agency, you're going to take pictures of your skin, forward facing, left and right. And then your licensed dermatology provider will provide you with a custom formula that will target your skin care needs. Everything from fine lines to firmness to skin texture, even uh, dark spots. They have a dark spot formula if you have like hyperpigmentation uh, due to old acne marks. Uh, All of that will be... Be, uh, customized to whatever your skin desires, needs, whatever, whatever your skincare goals is the better word are your licensed dermatology uh, provider will provide you with a custom formula specifically for you. Um, agency continues checking in on how your skin responds to the treatment. So what happens with me is I've already sent in my pictures and over time they'll ask for updated pictures to see how your skin's responding, see if it's working well, get your, uh, reactions. Yes, I really like this. No, it ain't really working. Chad, I broke out after you gave this to me, whatever your skin is doing, whatever your concerns are, you can have a kind of real time response with your licensed dermatologist and that way they can adjust as needed. So my skincare provider's name is Tiffany and listen me and Tiffany be chopping up not really we don't be chopping it up like that because obviously she's a professional but you do feel like you have someone who is on your side uh really trying to make sure that you get what you want out of your skincare um so I do this every single day you guys know I am a bit of a skincare skincare snob because I do have very 
finicky skin is the word I'm going to say. She'd be real like, oh, girl, you got somewhere to go. Let me go to. I include they have a skincare wash. They have a toner. They have, again, something for your dark marks and they have a moisturizer. So do what I did and try out Agency, the personalized anti-aging skincare that evolves with you. Go to withagency.com slash love hour for a free 30 day trial. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and handling. That's withagency.com slash love hour hour to unlock your free 30-day trial see with agency.com for all details subject to consultation this is the story all about how my life got turned side upside down is that how it go Mm-hmm. Okay, so thank you to the Love Hour sponsor. And we're going to get right into the story because I'm not quite sure how I went off on that whole entire tangent. But I do want you to know that um, that wanting is is difficult. And wanting, I realize, is a cornerstone of sex. Yes. What do you mean? I'm going to tell you. Say this more. is all Esther Perel, you guys. This isn't Melissa. I've been listening to Esther Perel. And then I got this question and I was like, bingo. They correlate. Oh, no. I need to buy more stories. Yeah. I need a new phone anyway. Okay, here we go. You ready for the question? Ready, baby girl. Okay, here's the question. I'm a woman in her late 20s who recently married her best, this is it, who recently married her husband who was also in his late 20s. We're friends in high school, good friends during college, and became best friends after college, eventually realizing the growing feelings between us, and we got married. Since we've known each other for many years, we already knew a lot about each other before dating, things like me being a goody two-shoes and perfecting abstinence while he was having his version Freaknik in college. I was extremely 99. excited, clearly. I was extremely excited when we got married because I thought he'd bring the same energy to our bedroom. Man, was I wrong. He claims he's always tired uh, always tired since taking a wife and is too tired for sex. I have to coax him into having sex about once a week, and he lasts about an hour and then literally falls asleep. Why did I feel like an hour is a long time? Ain't that a long time to be having Listen, sex? We didn't I feel to. like she maybe shouldn't have complained about that part. No, I mean, maybe she I mean, who are me? Time. We got to get to the meat of the matter. Okay, sorry. And then he literally falls asleep. I know. Or maybe she needs aftercare. Oh, yeah. Maybe she needs aftercare. Aftercare okay. just sounds I know, like hoarders. I know. It, it's, it's very hoarders. Like, I don't know the That's phrase. S&M stuff. Any aftercare? Everybody's aftercare. No, I think that you can have, not I think, I actually know that for some people, that aftercare is in a continuation of the intimacy. Not everybody, but for some people it is. Um, I know he's attracted me. He kisses me all the time, rubbing my booty, touches me while we're cuddling. How do I encourage him to have more sex? I've tried everything except sending nudes um, to no avail. Did I really wait all these years? You didn't try everything then. Alone to have leftovers, hopefully three times a month sex, while he is out there acting like a mendingo bag from our college years. Okay. Three sexes a, a month? A month. Oh, because one periodically time. You can't well, do it. Yeah, basically once a week. Dang. That's not even quite. You're not even getting a paycheck every two weeks. Hey, hey. Um, okay, so this is the situation. Talking about couples with differences in sex drives. Mm-hmm. Number one, this is probably one of the most common problems that couples face. 
is differences in sex drives. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to be clear that this is not a gendered issue. No. So in this example, it's the man that actually is showing the lower sex drive. But I say that because they're and listen, the women in my book club with they be out here in, in higher. Don't shame them. They be out they here be in higher sex drive droves. I, Vivian, Uncle Phil was a uh, lower desire. He was. He said, I'm not. A, I'm not a machine. I'm not Vivian. a machine, Vivian. He was lower desire. And so, um, oh my God, in lower desire, higher desire, that's it. That's actually what we're talking about Mm -hmm. today. And so that's number one is to kind of like reconcile that you're not alone. And this is actually a very common problem. I always like to say that because anytime I hear that, even if it's something, you know, hearing it sometimes is like a warm hug, at least for me hearing that, like you're not alone is always, it's just comforting. So even if you know that I do like to just kind of throw that out there. The other thing uh, that Esther Perel says is that because it's such a common problem, erotic couples, as she calls them, understands that this is something that's part of the experience and not something that is a negative that you harp on. Okay, now run that. What are are erotic couples? Erotic couples are couples that understand that eroticism, intimacy, and sex are important values in their relationship. Okay. And so regardless if you are higher desire, lower desire, high sex drive, low sex drive, however you term it, um, you understand and place value on the idea of sexuality in your relationship. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. And so as an erotic couple. couple, Don't place sex high in their Correct. Relationship. Okay. Correct. And that's when it becomes an issue. And then the issue of you guys issue in quotations, the issue of you guys not having the same level of sex drive or sexual desire for one another then becomes a problem in your relationship mm-hmm. instead of something that is normal, commonplace and something you can work through together. Yes. Make sense. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say? No, I'm just okay. So she talks about desire. This is Esther Perel's definition of desire. It is to own. Nope. Hold on. It is. I didn't write it down. Oh, it is. Okay. It is to own the wanting. Own the wanting. It is to own the wanting. And so what that means is that you own or have agency control. You have a sense of entitlement of wanting something. And that's when it goes back to this people pleasing even before. That's why the idea of owning the wanting, having a desire can sometimes extend beyond sexuality because if you don't feel, um, and when we say entitled, I don't mean that in a negative way, entitlement, the way that we typically think of it. Entitlement means that you understand that pleasure is your right. Yes. That your body was created for pleasure. God created your body for pleasure. The clitoris has how many nerves? That that's strictly for pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so owning that, if you can't own that, then you then you may shun yourself away from it or not even shun your you may not feel that you um, you deserve it. Yeah. And so it goes down to just yesterday we were having a conversation about what we want to do for my birthday. And Kevin was presenting these options and I literally was like 
paralyzed at the thought of saying what I want. That's probably why I came in with this energy today with the uh, wedding stuff mm -hmm. because I was listening to Esther Perel. I've been listening to this and I was listening to it this morning and I was like, why do I have such a problem saying that I want something? And when you want something, that's the sexy part of sex. Yeah. I want them I balls. But that's I desire. Was men's balls. When someone says, I want to feel wanted, what are they saying? I want to feel desired. Yeah. And so for then the person who's saying that, they have to decide, I want you. That's an entitlement thing. Yes. That's a deserving thing. That's a worthiness thing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? You thought I was worth sexing. That it kind of gets a little deep, but does, so it, does it make sense a little bit? bit? Huh? I yes. said it is a little deep, but do you understand it? I do. I, I get it a lot, actually. Okay, so what she says is that um, a crisis of wanting, a crisis of desire is actually a crisis of imagination. How so there? Oh, my God, I'm going to tell you. Because I was like, I feel like she's talking to me. Think about when you crave something. Okay, you say, I want a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I was literally thinking Chick-fil-A. That is so funny. You're activating your want. You're That's activating like, mm, your desire. Mm, mm, mm. Immediately, your body, everything changes because yeah. you want this. You, and then she even talks about you start plotting how to get that. Yeah, there's one That's over there on Devonshire. They want Tampa. Yes, wide oak. Devonshire. Or, or. Okay, so after this, what I'm going to do is hop in my car. I got this meeting. In between there, I got about 20 minutes. I can run over there, get it, come. That's desire. Mm -hmm. That's imagination. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm tracking. So in order to do that, you have to, like, feel like you are worth and you desire and you're having this imagination, this plot, this scheme to make it happen. That's how I am about coochie. Like, yes, I want that. But it is the same. It is. And I'm plotting and I'm like, okay, boom, clean the kitchen. Boom, clean the labia. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm plotting, but I am doing things to give myself a better opportunity. Yes. And then have you ever imagined want getting something, tasting something, and your mouth starts to water? Yes. That's, I, that's I, how desire and imagination. I have had that feeling. Yes, they start scheming. Are you and, talking about? Shut up. Uh, they start scheming and plotting together. Right. And we have to ask ourselves, for those of us who, um, and there's more points, but this was like a really powerful point for me of understanding that, number one, it's okay to want it's okay to own that want. It's okay to say you're presented with two options because normally I'm like, I don't really care. They're kind of inconsequential. That's literally what I was telling you last night. Yep. They're kind of inconsequential. I feel like in the whole scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I always have a hard time uh, saying what I want. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like preference. And even if it's inconsequential saying that this is just what I want, that's okay too. Yes. So owning that. It's part of the process. I've never thought about it like this, but that does make a lot of sense. I think I tend to want things and go after them all the time. Mm -hmm. And very few things are inconsequential. Yeah. Like when we, even for like eating, we're on Postmates, you're like, what do you want? I'm like, nah, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I almost always have a taste for something. Yes. I want pad thai from this place. Yes. I want uh, green curry. I want a sandwich. You're just like, I'm hungry. Yes. And I'm like, no, nah, I want the However buffalo chicken. However you satisfy and Jimmy this Jersey kind nuts. of 
elementary need uh, or not even elementary. What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of biological need yeah. of hunger is instinct, instinctual. Yes. Doesn't matter to me. Don't really care. And so I'm I'm actually deciding to work on uh, what do I want, even if it feels um, selfish, mm-hmm. even if it feels inconsequential, having a um, I don't know if opinions the right word, but just having activating the desire in me. Yeah. Activating what I want. You're I think it's so powerful. What do you what do you want? Yeah, I'm hot now. What do you want? I don't know. What this. do you want? Ryan Reynolds? Not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan yeah, Gosling? Mo- yeah, I didn't like that movie that much. So tell me again what, what happened. He just was asking her, what do you want? She's uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you want? What do you want? I'm white. <laughs> uh, you don't know that scene? No. When he's like, what do you want? I've, oh, I've literally only watched that movie one time on TV because everyone was talking about it. I had never watched it. And I was like, I need to watch this movie. So I watched it and then was like, this is not a love story. No, but yeah, Big RJ has a funny joke about that. But yes. It's not a love story. Which uh, Catherine said it's having a voice. Yes. 1,000% yes. Yeah. I feel like that it, it is what it is. And trying to... So I say all of that to say no matter uh, if you're a man or a woman, if you find yourself um, not having the desire, I would honestly start activating it in smaller things. Right. Just so you can even start recognizing, number one, what does that feel like to you? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is very superficial. Sometimes we feel like uh, it should be, which goes into the next point, it feels like it should be um, like an instinctual something that comes from within yeah. and then it's exhibited outwardly. And if you're not getting that, then you're just like, ah, I don't really want to. Right. You know? And it's not always that way. And so the second point is normalizing that sometimes willingness comes before eroticism. Okay. What that means is, Joshua's like, say it again one more time. He was following. What that means is sometimes you have to will yourself to the gym, but once you're there, you're good to go. Yes. Sex is the same. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't pop out of bed, oh, girl, I want to go to the gym today. Ooh, girl, I want to have sex. Sometimes the desire is not always there. That's actually a really good uh, point. When I did go to the gym uh, consistently, I very rarely wanted to go to the gym. Correct. I just knew I needed to go. Yes. I, if I just before I even think about it too much. But sometimes, rarely, I'd be like, I actually, I feel, woke up refreshed. I want to go to the gym. Yes. But that was few and far between. And putting that with sex makes it seem more like, I'm open to the idea of it, but I'm not thinking about it. And the reason why it's important. Yes. The reason why that's important is because if you do, if you don't have those spontaneous sex thoughts and you let that be the control, you'll never want it. Yes. That's also, I firmly believe this in my set. I have a joke about this, but I'm not going to spoil it now, but I do believe much of our thought on sex and desire and spontaneity all comes from Hollywood. 100%. So much of it comes from Hollywood. We think if we're not like, huh, huh, take me, then it's not great sex. If it's not spontaneous. It's not real. It's not real. If I don't feel. It's not romanticized. It's not sexy. If you're planning it and scheduling it, it's not. Listen, honestly, we make a joke about this before. Melissa and I plan and schedule everything in our lives. Like even to the point yesterday, 
I, we needed to go over some stuff for the business. And I put in her calendar. You did. What we're talking about and the like notes mm-hmm. of it. Because if you don't plan it, it's very unlikely to happen. Right. Uh, and I know when I was younger, I used to think, I would, well, I would say, I, was, I don't know about brainwashed, but I would definitely say I thought our life needed to resemble a movie. And the funniest thing about movies, even porns, those things are planned and scheduled. Absolutely. They literally send out a call sheet and say at ele- after lunch, we're going to do, actually, let's do the sex scene before lunch, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, you don't want to be doing that on a, on a mm-hmm. full stomach. So what we think is spontaneous is actually written down, agreed upon, lawyer. It's the most planned thing in history. Yes. But in our mind, we're like, oh, no, this is spontaneous. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man. It was completely planned and fabricated. And the idea of the spontaneity, it is a detriment on both sides. Number mm. one, for the lower desired person in the relationship, it literally is a um, a killer to your sex drive or to your libido. or It's a killer to your wanting. That's what it is. That's the better what way is? to say it. Uh, spontaneity, the idea of spontaneity. Because what it tells you is if I don't want it spontaneously, then I don't want it. Yes. Yes. And those are the only options. Then for the person that's higher desire, you're like, well, clearly you don't want me because it's not spontaneous. Ooh-wee. That's what you tell yourself. Yes. Josh be having sex. Joshua don't be having sex. Yeah, He's a he virgin does. He ain't no virgin. Stop it. Because uh, Mama Mama Esther be watching these on occasion. Mama Esther know what's going on down the Gonzi calling Casa Gala Gonzi. Anyway, my point is it's a detriment on both sides. So if I we love normal- that. Say that one more time. Say that one more time because you actually end up working against your spouse. You Yes, both of you do yeah. because the idea of spontaneity is what you are basing your whole relationship on. So if I don't want it spontaneously, then I don't want it. And if, if she doesn't want it uh, spontaneous or he, whatever, if my partner doesn't want it spontaneously, then they don't want me. Man. And so you're both sitting in a, we're not going to have sex because it's not happening spontaneously. Dang. And you're really putting a factor. I mean, not a factor. You're putting a weight. Yes. On something that, that probably shouldn't be weighted. Yes. Wow. And something that should be weighted is your life insurance policy. So we're going to hear from the Love Hour sponsors. We're going to take a break from this episode to tell you about Policy Genius. They are a marketplace for life insurance. Uh, Policy Genius is one word. It's capital P, lowercase g. Basically, what they do is you fill out a questionnaire. You say, this is what I'm looking for in your life insurance. And they go out and you can save more than 50% on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Basically, they're the friend that's like, hey, I got friends that might help you in this area. You can try this one. 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 And they present it to you on the platter. You can do your um, analysis and say, yep, I do want this one. Or I do want this one. Or can I see these two side by side and see what the difference are? See what the pros, see what the cons are. And then you decide where you want to go. That's what policy genius does for you. They make it super, super easy for you to uh, find a life insurance policy to compare quotes, to compare coverage, all of those things to make sure that you are going to find 
your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling all for free. Policy Genius never sells your information to other co- companies, and Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees. All of this sounds great. You know that you need it. So what you're going to do is head over to policygenius.com to get started right now. One more time, that's policygenius.com. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right the first time with Policy Genius. Lastly, we're going to tell you about Skillshare. They are a sponsor of today's Love Hour podcast, and they are friends of the podcast because they are an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. You get to explore all types of real life creative uh, creativity projects, whether from uh, experts in the field or fellow creatives like yourself or like us that empower you to grow in real time. They literally have everything. I've used them when I started my blog. They had a post for that. Uh, We've used them for graphic design. I've literally made chocolate chip cookies, literally based off a recipe from Skillshare. They literally have some of everything. One of my other really favorite things in addition to the wide variety of classes is that they are ad free. So that means you won't, you know, you won't be interrupted by some random ad to interrupt whatever it is you're doing that kind of takes you out of the moment. They have multiple topics. They have a best of topics list. Uh, They have multiple teachers and experts, teachers that look like me. And to be clear, I am a black woman and they do have black women that are teaching. They have black men that are teaching. They have, you know, just people from all over the spectrum, which helps you to identify a little bit more. And their annual subscription is less than $10 per month. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash love hour and get a free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com com slash love hour and the annual subscription is less than ten dollars a month so go ahead and sign up at skillshare.com slash love hour and get a free trial of premium membership and now let's get back to the show thanks to our love hour sponsors (laughs) (laughs) wow So if we normalize the idea and for couples who place value on sexuality, then they're also going to place value on your willingness. I want to say something. Melissa and I were talking about this last night. And I also think along the lines of what we're talking about, a healthy sex uh, ideology Mm -hmm. for a couple, I think should not be based on other people. Wait, say it one more time. A healthy version of sex for Melissa and Kevin shouldn't be based off of Tom and Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or society. Yeah. Even the like, y'all only having sex once a week, we put some judgment on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that could be healthy for that relationship. Sure. And I think what, in, in other parts of marriage, but also in sex, what is necessary for you and your partner is all that matters. Right. It's not, it doesn't matter what other people do, what they have to do to get there, how often they get, what they like. Like I, I know for myself, I put so much society or my, my boys or, you know, the bro chat or whatever. And all that really matters is for Melissa and I, this is what works. This is what matters. Yes. And there's a certain amount of, uh, honestly, I don't want to put too much churchiness on there, but there is some uh, 
there's a certain amount of just like, well, is this okay? Biblically, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marriage better than fire. I don't even know if we're using that scripture right, but that's the one we always say. Uh, but I feel like all, I was talking to Liz about this last night. All that matters is what works, works for us. Yes. It doesn't matter what other people think about that. There's no judge. It's like, it's like red onions. Mm-hmm. Like if I like them, it don't matter if you don't, don't yes. or Becca don't or Josh does. I like them. Yes. I like them. So I don't care how other people feel about it. We were talking about this. They were talking about this in the chat earlier. Uh, black people who like friends. Cause they feel like you oh. can only like living single or friends yeah, and people in the, uh, here's the thing. We're like, I like both of them. Really? Yeah. I've never watched a single solitary episode of friends. I tried. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. But that don't mean the people who enjoy it I don't agree. fully enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. And that's kind of how uh, we put that um, lens or filter of society, our friends, our church group, or whatever. If you're not doing this, you're not. If you're not spontaneous or you're not doing sixty nine, whatever that thing is, then you're not real. If you're because a real healthy relationship, sexual relationship for that couple. I'm not saying it is because she doesn't feel like that. But some couples, like, I don't know, you said erotic what now? Erotic high, where people place eroticism high? An erotic couple? Erotic couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, which That's Esther Perel. That's not Melissa. Okay. <laughs> which stands to reason there could be a couple of people who don't play sex highly, and they still have a healthy relationship. Yes. And it's another example of if it works, you know, if you like it, I love it. Yeah. Basically. Um, and all you need, and also we were talking about this too, uh, I believe you said this, I don't know if it was Esther Perel. Every, every marriage, people are playing a role. Yes. So, you know, to our people who married more than once, you that relationship with this partner and the sexual relationship is not going to be the same yes. with that partner. I remember Tony was saying this. Tony, We talked about this on the Love Hour. In his first marriage, mm-hmm. he was higher desire. Yes. In his current relationship, he's lower desire. Right, right, and right. he's the same person. But you also have 20 years of mm-hmm. uh, time. But he's like, hmm. I want to watch a movie. That's really what he said. <laughs> I'd rather watch a movie. Yeah. And um, and Sabrina can be a different uh, thing if she's with somebody else. Right, right, right. Tony's an old man. He's a curmudgeon. He, he hates is. everything. He hates a lot. He's a, he's, he, he got, got children kids. older than people. Hello? He got children older than people. <laughs> uh, I also think that by placing. How quick is your thing? I think this. I, I don't think it's a bunch. Huh? No, I'm saying how quick is your your screen goes black? It seems really quick. Oh, I know. My whole. You've been having the worst with Apple products. My last. Three. This phone. Yeah. My. Your phone prior too. No, no. Actually, your phone prior was good. No, yeah. yeah. I think they kind of kind of poop out toward the end, but yeah. I haven't had this one long enough to be doing what it's doing. I definitely haven't had this laptop long enough to be mm-hmm. doing what it's doing. It, I just. It'd be annoying the heck out of me. But what I was going to say is that normalizing and understanding that if if we agree, if a couple agrees that sex is a high priority in our marriage, then uh, Esther Pearl says then you're motivated to ensure that that is accomplished. The goal of sex is accomplished. And that doesn't always look like spontaneity, but it does look like intentionality. Yeah. Say that again for the people in the middle. I they ain't even got to be all the way in the back. The middle people need to hear it again. I think that movies, Hollywood, magazines, whatever, 
have romanticized spontaneity and it actually ends up being a killer to couples sex lives yes because if it doesn't look like that then it's not real i don't want it right and the reality is life is far more scheduled mundane and boring than it is spontaneous yes and that's why on vacation you can have a good time Oh, let's have sex at 3 p.m. And it can be spontaneous. Oh, you're going to have to clean something else up. Listen, we've actually coined this that vacation sex is a thing because of the lack of responsibility and structure. That is automatic. That's what you're actually leaving behind when you go on vacation. Yes. But movies would have you think that life more resembles vacation sex than I went to work today. I had to help the kids with common core math i had to figure out what to cook for dinner i had to clean the kitchen i had to take something out or now the eight days you're doing a uh, uh distance learning then i had to do fifty thousand zoom calls you're tired it doesn't look like spontaneity all the time let me tell you what kills spontaneity life children <laughs> and work we're at home it's three o'clock man let me rub on your booty it could be there do you have my, oh, why are you awake? Why are you awake at 3 p.m.? Have you seen my soccer bag? Now I can't do what we was doing. It's so true. I got Even the thought of just, man, if I get up now, I got to go lock the door. Yes. And our kids don't very rarely come out of the room. But boy, when a spontaneity want to happen, and I remember the other day we was almost to the promised land about to come in. Isaiah busted the door. Oh, uh, can I get a game? I was I was playing. I was playing a game right now and I was almost at the level. And now you done came in and you ruined it. It's stupid. But I think that's that's so it's so true. I, I wish um I feel like there's wasted years of my mind mm-hmm. comparing what our actual life was to movies that I saw. And they they set us up for failure. They set you up for failure. Unrealistic us up expectations. For failure. And if we don't get in our mind that if you are, if you're placing um, value uh, on sexuality or sex in your relationship, you are motivated to that end and you enter with a sense of willingness, even if the eroticism is not there, then that is enough. Because often you get in the gym and you feel really great after. You do. Even if that's not, and sometimes the motivation is simply having an accountability partner at the gym. That's sometimes the motivation is just, <laughs> I dog on pay for this monthly. Yes. I need to use it. Yes. Cause they're going to take that, take that yes. money out regardless. Um, I love that. I feel like, um, I honestly wish I would have had this advice earlier. Uh, I don't feel like I was ill-advised. But I wasn't advised, so I created my own narrative for what this should be like. And it wasn't a healthy one. No. It wasn't a... None of us are taught healthily. And um, actually, before we go there, you know, I just really quickly want to say, if you find yourself as a man and you're struggling in this area, there is help. And it comes in the form of blue chew. Get the erection you deserve. Get the erection that you deserve. Listen, everybody is being waxed, vaxxed, and going outside taking flights. We don't have a, a, a rhyme for men. You don't. Well, some men be getting waxed. No, the companies can't. Oh, people wax themselves. Yeah, or you buy, or you use bevel. I mean, not bevel. Uh, What's the trimmer? 
Manscaped? Manscaped. That's the whole thing. No, Maybe. you're being waxy and or don't do it on balls. But they might be. Well, they don't. You can't do butt hard. Is it called Brazilian? I, think it's like I don't think men can get their butt. Oh, I didn't know it. I think you probably have to go to another man because usually the ones with women, they'd be like, nah, we're not. I'm mm. not fooling with you. I'm not doing it. But you can use. You got things. You got options. You could be wax waxed and taking flights. Uh, the point is. Oh, mate, she said European wax center waxes men. It must be some. Because the ones in L.A. The don't. ones in L.A. Well, I, I should say the ones it. that we I've gone I never to into have it, but I shouldn't say that as a policy for the whole franchise. Maybe but with it's, Blue Chew, it's individual. It said it's called the Brazilian. <laughs> is it really called that? No. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> a Brazilian. That's hysterical. Oh, Brazilian. Said, some call it a manzillion. <laughs> Listen, Brazilian, manzillion, either way, you want your soldier to look good. Look smooth at attention. And it's probably going to, like, add inches to the Oh, it does. Eye. When you take the bushes out, you'd be like, hey, man, hello, Listen, young man. Blue Chew's going to get you to stand atten- at attention. It's going to get you to stand erect. Y'all going to be out. You're going to have your little waxed situation done. It seems to me packed. that this is owning the wanting. It's only the wanting. This is owning the wanting. Owning the wanting. So you want, and listen, if you do decide to go outside, you don't have time to go to the store to pick this up. All you have to do is sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days at your door. It's all done online. It comes in very discreet packaging. You don't have to worry about your kids seeing it and ask you, Mama, what's this pill for? You don't want that because, you know, kids... They be having questions. They be curious. I don't understand why they be having so much questions Coming to ask you. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, Bluetooth tablets help men achieve the harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form at a fraction of the cost. And I know we grownups out here, but sometimes chewable is just easier. Listen, Lissa. Cannot be swallowing no pills. I do not like taking pills. It's just not my thing. So I prefer something that's chewable. So here we go. So if you could benefit from extra confidence from when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and more important safety information. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code love. Love. At checkout, just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code love, love, to receive your first month free. Just pay $5 for shipping, and we're going to thank Bluechew for sponsoring today's podcast Coming episode. in hard. Um, I was going to say something about, because that's what I wanted to end on, about understanding, oh, the difference, or oh, Understanding the difference between spontaneity and placing value um, on your spouse's desire to please you even if it's not spontaneous yes and so even if their partner comes from a place of willingness don't discount that yes because after things get hot and heavy the eroticism often follows Mm -hmm. and i think that that's um that's okay and that's something that should be more like normalized in society or at least talked about that's what i was going to say when we have when we're having these premarital counseling specifically and specifically 
uh, surrounding sex and they don't understand this. I remember really quickly a story. I remember having a conversation with a pastor, mind you, about sex. And we were talking about um, uh, when, uh, what is it called? When a woman's mind and her body don't match. Uh, sexual non-congruence, uh, non I think is what it's called. Arousal non-congruence, something like that. Yeah. When her mind and her body are often on one accord. And what that often looks like is if her mind is like, I want this, mm -hmm. you know, her mind is there of wanting, but her body is not responding accordingly. Yes. Or the opposite. Her body is, you know, responding, but in her mind, it's not what she wants. Yes. That non-congruence is very, very, very common with women. I was explaining this to a pastor, and he literally, I kid you not, tells me out of his mouth, well, I don't believe that God would give a man a woman that doesn't desire him. So my advice would be they need to come to the altar. And I said, they're not coming. That's why they. Well, Hello. That's why they can't. Go I said, the audacity to think that your prayer is going to be more earnest, Ooh. and more sincere than the person that's going through it. Yeah. You and that's what makes women, and I'm going to use women, but men as well. But as a woman, this is something that I just the conviction's a little bit stronger for me. Mm -hmm. That for women who are sitting in a congregation and are feeling broken because across the pulpit, they don't understand it. Yes. And so they're encouraging you to come to the altar to get this prayer to fix you. And you're not broken. And you're not broke. Your oh! premise is wrong. That you're worthy of that prayer. Yes. That it bothers my soul, my spirit. Get so vexed. And when I tell you, I was like, I didn't go off, but the education was real. I will tell you that. I was like, oh, let's have a conversation about what you think you're saying and what you're, where you're actually wrong. Well, also, you're, 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 you're putting a spiritual thing yes. on a practical idea. Yes. There's a practical solution for, for that. Yes. And I don't think it makes you, and it's, it's just a little dicey when you put your salvation in with your sexualization. And you are centering, okay, a very male-centered perspective mm -hmm. that is a high-desire man. Yes. And therefore, not only are low-desire women broken, but also high-desire women are broken. Yep. Because now you're hoes. Yes. And then low-desire men are also broken. What's wrong with you? You don't want none of this? Yes. What's wrong with you? And so by centering that, you want to call everybody else to the altar. Because you're the norm. Yes. And then you have, again, not only low-desire women that are feeling broken, and feeling, but you also have high-desire women who are feeling like, well, God, why would you make me this sexual? Why mm -hmm. do I need to feel like a hoe? And I... I'm just being honest. And I didn't give myself the desire. The desire was already there. And that's what I'm saying. We have to be so careful about what we're preaching across the pulpit because you can call you can cause damage and unintentional no harm. Danity and then these people are going home in their marriages and they're unhappy and they are broken and they are sad and they're sending up these earnest prayers. And what it's really about is normalizing everything we just talked about and understanding if we're placing this value, all of this can be worked out and reconciled and yeah. navigated together. It can.
Girl, I done got so mad my throat hurt. What else you got to say? I think there's a, a lot of danger in taking LMFT advice from people who are not LMFTs. Correct. Pastors, friends, and otherwise. There is a reason people go to school to learn Absolutely. That. And there's a reason that you preach. And now if you're a pastor who is a licensed, ma- you know, uh, Mary, what is it, M? Licensed Family Marriage Therapist. Family. Oh, it's LF- LFMT. Licensed marriage family therapist. I said it wrong. It's LMFT. If you are uh, if Stephon Lewis becomes yes. a pastor, okay. But if your pastor just, his mm-hmm. daddy gave him the church. And a lot of times I do, I know this from being in the industry. Pastors feel like they have to say something. They do. And they don't want to say, I don't know. You should actually go to professional. And so they say the thing that somebody above them has said or somebody's ca- passed down. And none, actually none of y'all know what y'all talking about. So you could also just hush or direct. Yes. Hey, let me direct you to a professional there so you could get that done right. You'd be better off listening to 17 podcasts and listen to me. I know about Ecclesiastes, not Ecclesiastes. What? Hello? What did uh, LeBriant Friend say? He said. Oh, yeah. And there's also others. Kev is talking about LMFT, but they're talking about LMHC, LCSW. Uh, There's so many, actually. There's uh, social work. Did she say that one? It's clinical social work. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that can talk to this right uh we we just say lmft but my point correct. is that they went to school and got certified right yes there she go yes the other thing is that um pastor lebrant friend said that he something like he hires out his deficiencies he did yep. um and i think that's important in recognizing uh, again part of the reason she said whatever what did you say Ecclesiastes. Yes, yes. Part of the reason I was like so hesitant, and I mean, obviously, I've gotten really passionate, took my jacket off of everything with this, is because it does come a pl- come from a place of conviction because of my own story. Yes. Uh, but I don't take lightly that I can say the wrong thing, and people can take that and hold that in their life, and yes. I don't want to be because of the harm and the unintentional damage that's been done to me. I want to be careful yeah. that I'm not also doing that. I get it. And so that's why I'm like, you know, I, I have to like make you know. sure that this that's why I was like, I feel like I'm a little out of my depth with this because Esther Perel is quite literally a like probably the foremost world renowned uh, therapist right now. Like she therapist is podcaster. amazing. Yes, she is. Like she does this for real. Like down to a cultural level, she understands the difference. Even in the United States, how in the South it may be different in the East than Absolutely. in the West. And Apparently, Italian norms. men didn't eat no coochie. I learned that on The Sopranos. Oh. It was like considered weak. Oh wow! DJ Khaled didn't eat no coochie. But, men are not taught to please their women. Men are taught to get pleased. Right. And that's another thing. Well, real quick, we're going to go back to the wanting and desire uh, for women specifically. We're often not socialized to desire sex. We're often socialized to be desired. Yes. That's another thing. You're often punished for wanting for being you fast, you manage this and that. Yes. You better look good and for that so man. It's all is, about that man. Yes, it's always all about the man. So it's literally a uh, paradigm shift, which goes back to the beginning of I, I, I have a birthright to want, to want pleasure, 
to be and want to be desired, but also to desire. Yeah. And that's okay. You even owning that. You, I know you've you've talked she about. She said it a spirit of seduction. It's so true. Why do we always get the spirit of seduction? <laughs> it's a very gendered ah, spirit. Absolutely. Well, I can't be seductible. I got the belly. I got the belly and the, the breast. We don't even realize how much. Uh, well, Candace will talk about this. How much religion is rooted in patriarchy Man. and misogyny. Candace talked about the woman at the well story not being how we how yeah. preach it. She mm-hmm. was like, if y'all not preaching it like this, I don't want to get it wrong, but it, well, let's just say, listen, she's also studied. I know. That's why I'm like, it, when I'm out of my depth, that kind of, when you talk about, I know what I know from like the sexuality piece and some of the things I've been taught um, that are very patriarchal. In the time, you don't understand it. But now that I'm older, I get it. Bathsheba is an example. Exactly. But when you talk, I haven't done enough research. Listen, Bathsheba, in my Candace Bimbo. Candace Bimbo. In in my life, Bathsheba was set up as she was seducing the king. Yes. In actuality, it was the cultural custom to bathe outside. And by King's decree, if he wanted her, she could not turn him down. Yes. That is a very different story than Bathsheba was seducing the king. Uh, more the king was acting out of line because right. he knew by king's decree. There, whether, and there's a power dynamic. Yes. You can't say no when it's the king. Yeah. Uh, but that's very different than Bashi was out there bathing. And I used to make the joke, Bashi was out there uh, p- posting thirst traps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And apparently she was just taking a bath like they did. Right. But Bible written by men, taught by men, you know, the, the, the lion don't ever get to write the book. The hunter writes the story. Now, lion was writing the book like, now I killed 17 people. Right. Yeah, one of them got me, but I killed them men before. But uh, I, if we, if you remember nothing else from today, uh, and I, don't, I don't mean to close. That's one fine. thing that you said was great uh, or w- w- that we talked about is designing your own marriage. Yes. And sex life and not letting Hollywood or your family commenters both in life and your family or being yourself. Sometimes we we especially because I feel like this is more pronounced because of social media. We act in a way before people even comment. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think people might say. Therefore, I'm not going to do this. I ain't going to hold y'all. There's more stuff. Melissa and I keep in our marriage that don't meet the love hour mm-hmm. because we don't want to deal with commenters. So how about y'all won't have to know. You would never know this. So right. you won't know. You won't have nothing to judge because you don't know. Right. And imagine how much stuff is secret if, you, if all the stuff we talk about is public. Amen. Amen. And I think you have to design. Listen, I always use an analogy. A good coach designs an offense and defense based on the player he has. Yes. Not on what they might have. You got Michael Vick and then you can do stuff that Tom Brady can't do. There ain't no sense of wishing and hoping and wanting. You don't right, have right, that right, player. Right, 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 right. So it's it's very dangerous to say, especially close friends, couples, oh, they do this, they do that, but you only know the one part. You don't know the other part. Right. And you're designing your marriage, but you're not either of those people. Mm-hmm. It's better to say, hey, for Melissa and I, this is what works. And for you and your husband or you and your wife, this is what works. It don't matter if it don't. Listen, it don't have to work for nobody else in the world. Yeah. It only has to work for y'all. 100%. Amen. Anything else? I don't feel like I went off all day. You did. You've been pissed. You got hot. I know. You got I your did. back out. Okay. Anything else in closing? No. Okay. So to wrap up, number one, main character energy. 
Is it out? Oh, Main character energy from now until God decides to take you home. It's your life. Don't you only got back. one life to live. So be the main character. Do what you want to do. You should be front and center. It's your world. I started listening to this. Po- Someone suggested actually this podcast called. The Goosebumps? Uh, no, I was itchy. Called Dying for Sex. And I'm just going to really quickly give you the purpose. I only listened to maybe two episodes this morning. Really good. Really intriguing. But it is about a woman who was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. 15 years married. She was unhappy. She divorced him and decided to fulfill every erotic desire. She went in there got tooted. When I tell you this woman started with, uh, first within her marriage, she started doing um, digital sexcapades with people, like doing uh, like uh, phone sex, but not, they weren't texting. It was via some website that I'm not even quite sure. And then it went over to Snapchat and then it went in person. Wait, while she was married? No, she divorced him. Oh, so then did when, the- when she was doing it digitally, she felt really bad. So she confessed to him that she was doing it. He was like, good for you. I think you should do it. And she was like, oh, okay. So she kept going. Then she was with uh, this other guy. I think she was in her late 30s, not quite 40. I want to say she was like 38. So she was with this young guy. And he was like, let's take it over to Snapchat. Because I'm assuming it was the early days of Snapchat. And she, she was like, okay. What's Snapchat? How do I do this? So she went over to Snapchat. Snapchat that if with, it's cool. That's the lyric that really? she referenced. Because she was like, apparently, at the time, Snapchat was for, it was like sexting, basically. Because it was disappearing. Yes. And so she went over to Snapchat, started doing that, divorced her husband during that time, and then decided, I'm going to learn my body. I'm going to do what I want to do. She's going to jill off? So she was telling this story how she started doing, uh, or she got this um, massage. She said next thing she knew, the guy was outside, then he was inside. (laughs) At a regular massage? At a regular massage. And so she said she was like, I wanted him to know that I was okay with it. So she was like (sighs) uncovered, and he's massaging. So she got up and was like, hey, I just want you to know, like, it doesn't have to, like, go that route. And he was like, I just feel this energy. And she was like, okay. He was out. He was outside. Then he was in. So hear me knocking. Yes. Let me in there. So she tells the story. I'm literally on only episode uh, two. I know how to do That's massages. That's the consent. Yeah. So she made sure that like they were both on the same page. I, but I know how to do massage. Child, I said, girl, what? But it is such an intro. Literally, I'm only. I listened to the introductory episode, episode one, and episode two. I think that's as far as I got. I'm not even quite sure I'm on episode three. When I tell you I'm fully in. I'm fully in. I am fully You ain't in just a tip. Committed. Fully in. To listening to this oh. podcast. It is the oh. woman and her best friend. So she ain't, what happened to breast cancer? So I'm trying to figure out because stage four, she, it's a terminal diagnosis. So they gave her like five or six years to live and they have a season two. And I'm trying to figure out. Well, she did she did she die? Is she still alive? Is she still out that here? Coochie was like, man, let's fix this cancer so we can I don't know. I to fully get plowed. I am fully one hundred percent involved. I will finish this podcast. Let y'all know what I think about it. Uh, to the point where I was like, y'all, I need to have her on the podcast. Get her on the podcast as uh, long as you do digital page yeah, with me. I find it to be quite fascinating. Send me so, that uh, Snapchat. Me that anyway. That I cool. say all that to say because she is 
uh, main character energy. She is. She absolutely decided I am no longer going to stay. It's a shame it took, uh, you know, kind of breast cancer and, and she's terminal to kind of come to that realization. But she was like, we were already struggling and you mean to tell me they're giving me this terminal five or six years to live and I must spend it with you and be unhappy? How about no? She said is, they're really good friends, though, to this day. I wonder if he's like, dang, girl, why you, do you, I want to do all that stuff with you. No, because he was the one not wanting. He wasn't owning the wanting. Oh, he wasn't? No, he wasn't owning the wanting. Dang. So, anyway, I find it very fascinating. It's called, I think it's called Dying for Sex, something like that. Anyway, really great stuff. So, anyway, to recap, uh, main character energy, it's your life. Enough people it's your pleasing. coochie, man. If you want to flick that, yes, cl- flick it. Own what you want to do. Flick don't it. Don't let these people shame you. Don't flick it till pe- it can't be flicked no Listen, more. Listen, whether it's sexual or otherwise, own what you want to do and Listen, know that it's okay. Let me help y'all saints. Women, you're taking a shower. This is how you don't feel unsaved. Mm-hmm. I was just washing. I, something happened in the wash. I don't I don't know. It was I was cleaning. <laughs> That was just, it was the water. I had special tools for cleaning. Ha. <laughs> it was cleaning. If you're, if you're just clean, if it's in the shower, it doesn't count. You're cleaning it. Just take your time and clean yourself. That's I what you she said, though. Men, too. You want to you you take your time. Hey, man, that helmet was especially dirty today. Let me cleanse it with Listen. creams and lotion. Ha. Now I'm clean. That's all. Don't Do worry about it. Do what you got to The water's already, it's already <laughs> Uh, number two, know that if you have differences in sex drive in your relationship, it's quite common just because you have that does not have to be the demise of your relationship. It is something that can be negotiated, reconciled and navigated. You just have to decide that that's what you not only decide, but you actually, you need the tools to understand that this is something that can be navigated instead of. He's high, I'm low, she's high, I'm low, whatever it is in your relationship, and that kind of is the end of it. You know this what is you something said designed? that can be huh? You said it has it can be designed? It can be negotiated, navigated. Child, no, I'll just be talking. I, I like that. I like that. It's part of the experience and it can be negotiated and navigated. Let me tell you what, can I can I interject? Letting go of preconceived notions as well, even within your marriage, and then just letting go of what you thought it could be, huh? I'm shaking. Well, it's almost, you haven't eaten. I'm actually not hungry. Go on, say what you got to say. Go on. Letting go of preconceived notions of what your marriage should be, could be, should have been, all that, and then just designing based on what it is, it's a much more freeing place. Absolutely. To be in. Because a lot of times you can find yourself frustrated because you thought it was this, or what's even dangerous, it used to be this. Yes. Before kids, it used to be like this, man. Listen, you're designing your marriage based on what is, not what could have been, not what should have been, not what might be, Correct. what is. And if you just live in that moment, you're in a better place, I imagine, because you're not frustrated about what it could have been. Yes, 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 100%. Uh, Melissa, you must eat to live. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. The shaking uh, is your body saying, I need sustenance. Yes, maybe. I actually think I, it's adrenaline. I actually think that's what it is. Because I've low-key been shaking this whole time, and I think it's it's adrenaline. Uh, she also went to bed hungry, Josh. Oh, I did go to bed hungry. So the la- Oh, I didn't say this, that we should broaden our definition of sex. That includes um, sex meaning, when I say it, 
intimacy, which can be holding hands, kissing, oral, during those things. It's not always just P and V. I didn't go into that, but I did want to say that because I did have that as a point. The last thing is normalizing in your relationship that uh, you may not start with eroticism, but if you have a willingness, then there's value in that as well. Because yes. you're placing value on sexuality. You're motivated to that end. Yep. And therefore, your willingness should be applauded. And Absolutely. that should be okay. Spontaneity is not something that will always happen in the course of everyday life. That is normal as well. And that's okay. Listen, I'm, a, I'm not even ashamed of this. We don't have a huge amount of spontaneous. Uh, here too. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Spontaneous sex. And I don't. It does not bother me. Your penis don't know if it was planned or unplanned, as long as yeah, that it's, coochie it's is warm. It's all uh, psychological, and yeah. if you can change your mind on that, it, it'll go further. So I think that's it. So thank you. God bless you. God keep you. Thank we'll you see so you at a conference for joining us for today's love hour episode. I'll figure out a title. You help me with that. <laughs> uh, until next time, six. Do it. Until next time. Bye. bye.